Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This morning, Queen's honours more than 1,000 hardworking Australians recognised. Disaster relief funding on the way to help Victorians recover from the flood emergency. Help possible for the Biloela family. Scott Morrison indicates they could settle in Queensland. And hopes rise of restrictions easing in Melbourne after one new COVID case was reported. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Australians from all walks of life are being celebrated today after becoming recipients of this year's Queen's Birthday Honours. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. No doubt a very special day for all of the Australians nominated. Very much so, Jody. Good morning. With more than a thousand people being awarded a Queen's Birthday Honour, celebrating ordinary Australians who do incredible work. For the more than 1,000 Australians recognised in this year's Queen's Birthday Honours, today will be a highlight of their lives. Each individual story is unique and Neil Dannyher is one of them. <laughs> recognised for his dedication to finding a cure for motor neuron disease. Dad is, you know, truly, truly honoured to receive this. And at the end of the day, it's not why he does what he does. And um, what we're out here is fighting the beast so that we can help everyone who's currently battling MND and those that will be diagnosed into the, in the future. The community category makes up 42% of those recognised in this year's Order of Australia Awards. They are the volunteers, the coaches and the carers. Lauren O'Reilly started not-for-profit organisation Fighting Chance from the ground up, passionate about creating opportunity and inclusion for people living with disability. Ten years ago when we were um, working from my mum's my mum's garage, just we just had a couch to sit on, I never would have thought that we'd be here today, um, that Fighting Chance would be supporting over a thousand people with disability, that I would be receiving an award such as this. He's won the Dalian medal and been inducted into the NRL Hall of Fame. But Ricky Stewart is being honoured today not just for his work on the footy field. His charity provides much needed respite for families living with children with a disability. You don't do things for accolades, um, but I am very, very humbled by the, uh, the award. And there's so many people that have been right throughout my life with my foundation, with my football career that I couldn't have done it without. 
Among those on the list, Olympian Erin Phillips, recognised for her service to AFL and basketball. Hollywood heartthrob Chris Hemsworth, awarded for his significant service to the performing arts, as well as his ongoing charity work. And Sunrise's Mark Beretta for his inspiring work with Tua de Cure. The co-host is a board member and ambassador for the Cancer Donation Group, also committing time to support sick children and families in need. This year recognising a record number of women and also over 60 people acknowledged for their hard work in battling the COVID-19 pandemic. Jody, Amazing efforts. Okay, thanks Taylor. 30,000 properties remain without power in Victoria after devastating floods, storms and rain. The state's acting Premier has toured flood regions, announcing relief funding for residents with damage to their homes and land. It goes to a whole variety of things, whether it's uh, support for accommodation, uh, major repairs at home. Conditions have improved in the Gippsland region, but more rain is predicted later this week. A man has been arrested after a siege that shut down several streets near Ipswich, west of Brisbane. Queensland police made an emergency declaration just after 7pm, advising members of the public to avoid the area. It's understood there are concerns for the man's mental health. Traffic diversions are in place in the Brassel area and investigations are ongoing. The G7 summit has wrapped up in Cornwall with leaders promising to end the coronavirus pandemic and combat climate change. Prime Minister Scott Morrison says dealing with climate change isn't that different to dealing with COVID-19. COVID-19, you need a vaccine. Climate change, you need technologies that enable you to run your economies at net zero emissions. The G7 countries have agreed to provide an extra 1 billion vaccine doses to poorer countries over the next year. It's only two weeks out from school holidays in Melbourne, but exactly when tough COVID restrictions will ease is still unclear. Health officials have not committed to a timeline on when outdoor mask wearing and the ban on visitors at home will be scrapped. Yesterday, the state recorded just one case linked to a known aged care cluster, the person already in isolation. We don't want to inappropriately fatigue people or make people think that uh, any particular uh, element is is um, you know really excessive. The Victorian opposition is now pushing for an inquiry into the government's handling of the pandemic. Experts say Queenslanders won't be vaccinated until mid next year. Immunisation rates are picking up in the Sunshine State, with the number of jabs being administered doubling in a week. But Professor Robert Boy says more Queenslanders will need to roll up their sleeves to hit the winter 2022 deadline. Queensland is lagging behind Victoria and New South Wales in total doses administered, sitting at 348,000. Scott Morrison has given the first sign a Tamil family could be allowed to resettle in the Queensland town of Biloela. Sick with pneumonia and a blood infection, four-year-old Tharnika remains in hospital in Perth, where a vigil was held yesterday. Doctors there wrote to the Minister for Home Affairs, appealing for her parents to be flown there and stay on the mainland. That is our number one priority in providing support and care to that family, and uh, other options are to, that both are consistent with the government's policy uh, when it comes to, to these matters, as well as the need to provide the appropriate humanitarian and health support uh, are being worked through right now. The family has been in detention for three years and isolated on Christmas Island for two. 
Two teenagers have been charged after allegedly leading police on a dramatic high-speed pursuit through Sydney CBD. Police spotted the stolen black Range Rover in the city's northwest and gave chase. The pursuit was cooled off, with the Polair chopper taking over, tracking the car travelling 50 kilometres in just half an hour. Three people, including the two teenagers, were arrested. The body of a second person has been found following a shocking house fire north of Brisbane on Friday. A third person still remains unaccounted for after what neighbours described as a fire tornado engulfed the home. Police say it could take days before they get safe access to the home to investigate the cause. A young Sydney boy who survived a shark attack off Western Australia says it won't keep him out of the water. Ten-year-old Jackson Bartlett was bitten while snorkelling off the northwest coast. Yeah, I was bleeding at the moment. I thought I was going to die because it was really scary, uh, even though just my leg. I still like sharks, but I just don't want to swim too close to big ones like that. He'll fly home to recover before rejoining his family's 18-month road trip. A new test that can measure the degree of hearing loss in babies is being called a life changer for both little ones and their parents. Using infrared light waves, it takes the guesswork out of choosing what kind of device will help. Nine-month-old Charlie Klingen loves music. And on his phone he had some shit. He's making up for an early life spent in silence. At six weeks old, he was diagnosed with severe hearing loss and was fitted with a hearing aid. What music's that, Dad? Can you hear it, Charlie? We were lucky. If children don't get intervention before six months, they are delayed for pretty much the rest of their early life. He'd been trialling a revolutionary new device called the Ear Genie. Developed at the Bionics Institute, it uses near-infrared light waves to measure hearing. And so when it comes on, the brain activates and it will tell us that the baby's brain is actually listening to it. The test is designed to be used in conjunction with a standard newborn hearing test and will enable babies to be treated as early as possible. It can actually help clinicians know whether hearing aid is actually the right treatment for the baby or whether they might need a cochlear implant. It's taken three years to develop and refine the eGenie prototype. The device will soon undergo clinical trials with the hope it will be adopted in hearing clinics around the world by 2026. Sonia Marinelli, 7 News. The green sea turtle is one of Australia's most endangered forms of marine life and the species is now facing a whole new problem. On the Great Barrier Reef, almost all hatchlings are now females. Scientists say they now know why and have a plan to bring back the boys. From the moment the hatchlings emerge, the odds are against them. The endangered green sea turtle faces predators, poaching and pollution. But their greatest challenge now finding a mate. Global warming is affecting their DNA, resulting in more females. What we might find over the next few decades is feminisation of the entire population. They may be rolling towards extinction. But a new study is bringing the ratio back into balance. On Heron Island, the mother's eggs are secured and taken to man-made nests. 
Then researchers bring the rain to cool them down. We're going to mimic um, a couple of showers, one shower, um, a couple of downpours and a, a really heavy downpour. If we can drop temperature by two to three degrees, which will go from an all-female temperature to an almost all-male temperature. And it's working. In the 60-day development period, cooler conditions created more male hatchlings. In the northern Great Barrier Reef, 99% are being born female, with a global rise in sea temperatures blamed. I couldn't think of a better way to, to dedicate my life to something that, that will have such an impact in the future. But there's only so much scientists can do before the forces of nature take over. Hayden Nelson, 7 News. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Checking finance now. Wall Street wrapped up the week on a high note. The Dow Jones closing up 13 points. The Nasdaq advanced 38. In London, the FTSE gained 46 points. Germany's DAX lifted 122. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,880 US dollars an ounce. Oil is nudging 71 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77 US cents, 84 and a half Japanese yen, and $1.8 New Zealand. Police are on the hunt for thieves who stole a five and a half foot tall Spider-Man doll in Adelaide. It had been left in a woman's car in the northern suburbs when it was broken into early on Friday. Police say security cameras caught six juveniles walking through the area at the time. The life-sized Spider-Man is used at events and schools to entertain children. US President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden have met the Queen at Windsor Castle. The Bidens were given a guard of honour as they arrived to visit Her Majesty. The Queen greeted the couple in the castle's quadrangle. After a royal salute and march past, President Biden was invited to inspect the honour guard. Her Majesty then accompanied the Bidens inside the castle for a private afternoon tea. Israel's parliament has voted to install a new government ending Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's 12-year rule. The new coalition government has a majority of one seat. It brings an end to years of political paralysis in Israel in which three elections resulted in stalemates. Right-wing nationalist Naftali Bennett is poised to become Prime Minister. An American lobster diver who survived an extraordinary up-close encounter with a whale has been reunited with his family. Let's go live to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. He still can't believe he was almost swallowed by the humpback. 
Good morning, Jody. Well, uh, up, uh, among the annals of sort of unlikely survival stories, this really is right up there. On, uh, on Friday US time, in other words, two days ago, Michael Packard, a 56-year-old commercial lobster diver, was uh, diving off the coast of Provincetown, Massachusetts in the US northeast and says he felt like he was hit by a truck and then realised just what a dangerous situation he was in just thought, did I just get eaten by a white shark? And, and then I said, no, I don't feel any teeth. And I said, oh my God, I'm in the mouth of a whale. Am I just going to like run out of air and suffocate? Is he going to swallow me? Experts say there were, uh, it was unlikely that he would have been swallowed by the whale. The, the humpback whale did not likely have the capacity to swallow him whole, but there are a myriad of ways it could have killed him. It did not. He escaped, has been reunited with his family to tell one truly remarkable survival story, Jody. Isn't it just? Okay, Tim Lester, thank you. In sport, West Coast have entrenched themselves in the top eight after a stunning come from behind win over Richmond. Tight for the first three quarters, the Tigers pulled out to a 22-point lead midway through the last. In front of over 50,000 fans, Josh Kennedy kicked a goal with under a minute remaining to pull off the four-point win. Today, Melbourne play Collingwood in the Queen's birthday clash, live and free on seven. Roosters captain Boyd Cordner is set to retire from the NRL today. The 29-year-old has been unable to overcome the effects of concussion after repeated head knocks in recent years. Cordner last played in the opening State of Origin game in Adelaide last November when he was knocked out in a tackle. Former co-captain Jake Friend was also forced into retirement this year due to repeated concussions. Australia has a new golden girl in the pool after Kaylee McEwen broke the 100-metre backstroke world record at the Olympic swimming trials last night. The 19-year-old won the final in a time of 57.45 to break the record by a tenth of a second. It's been um, 10 months since my dad passed today, so <laughs> with that behind me and doing that tonight, I think you'd be really proud. Ariane Titmus broke the Commonwealth record in the 400-metre freestyle final. Olympic gold medalist Kyle Chalmers took out the 200-metre free final. Mac Horton will likely make the relay team for Tokyo after finishing sixth. Novak Djokovic has pulled off a stunning comeback to win the French Open. The world number one struggled early, dropping the first two sets to Greeks. Greek Stefanos Tsitsipas playing in his first Grand Slam final, but Djokovic fought back, taking over four hours to win a five-set epic. The win gives Djokovic his second title at Roland Garros and 19th Grand Slam title, one behind the record held by Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal. He's now the only man to win each slam at least twice in the Open era. England players were booed by their own fans at Wembley after taking a knee before their opening game at the Euros. England take a knee in the campaign to eradicate racism from football, but the mixed reception is a clear indication that there is still work to be done. Raheem Sterling scored the only goal as England beat Croatia 1-0. Austria won their first ever European Championship game, beating North Macedonia 3-1. 
Taking a look at the weather around the country now, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 23 degrees. Partly cloudy in Sydney, a top of 19. Cloudy in Canberra, 13. Also cloudy in Melbourne and 15 degrees. Hobart, cloudy and 14. Mostly sunny in Adelaide, heading for 20 degrees. Showers easing in Perth, a top of 18 degrees. And a sunny day in Darwin, heading for 31. And that's 7 Early News. I'm Jodie Spears.